something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and in the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review The Dr. Sex Reese Show wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. On today's episode of The Dr. Sex Reese Show, the good doctor talks to a man who got burned trying to swing, a podcaster drops a bombshell, and a naughty nanny has money on her mind. And now, The Dr. Sex Reese Show with your host, Dr. Robert Sex Reese. This is the Dr. Robert Sex Reese Show. I'm Dr. Robert Sex Reese. How can I help you today? Every caller that calls me, I take as it's me or them. I don't like that either, honestly, now that I'm hearing it come from you. I'm very excited to talk about this. Can you give me a second? I'm choking on a walnut. You know you're on the air. Can we just put aside our differences and agree that I was right? Very impatient to hear your question but also living in fear of it. I'm throwing gems at you and you just keep dropping them in the river. My situation is I'm doing what I love, I'm free from human touch, and I'm here to give what I have to you. Hello everyone, welcome to the Dr. Sex Reese Show. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Sex Reese. Today's topic, I do not know what I did to deserve this nightmare of a topic, but it is swinging. As if one couple trying to rub or shove things into each other is not enough, the, the, the thought of multiple couples engaging in this is truly sickening. But I don't have as much control over the show as I once did, and I'm not complaining about that. But I got to say, in terms of swinging, the thing that really, pardon my French, burns my biscuits is that I used to love going to my favorite city park under a full moon just sitting on a swing set and going to town. The gentle resistance to gravity, the only thing that gave me a sense of calm in this world. But then about two years ago, I learned that swinging means also to have multiple sexual partners and that tiny sliver of pleasure was drowned in a bucket of turpentine, which is my least favorite way to drown and also my least favorite way to pronounce turpentine. Also, I guess, as Shelley points out, there's an important uh, uh, topical sort of timely reason for this with, uh, you know, uh, everybody's so involved in politics and elections, the very important swinger vote, which I guess from year to year uh, can turn an election on its head. I had no idea that such grotesque people uh, had such uh, an influence on politics. So if you are a swinger voter, uh, thank you for thank you for tuning in. But I do want to bring in our first caller. We have someone here by the name of Michael Demevsky. Michael Demevsky, you're on the air with Dr. Sex Reese. What's your question? Yeah, hi. Hi, my, I'm calling because my fiance and I, we were going to swing with a, a couple. Uh, but we were Is gonna Michael Demevsky your full name? Uh, Michael Arthur Demevsky, yeah. Okay, because we generally only give first names, but I, the way I read it here, the way Shelley wrote it, I thought maybe Michael Demevsky was your full first name. No, my, Michael's fine. 
Okay. Well, it's the the cat's out of the bag already, Mike. So I don't know if you want to call back with uh, a different identity or if you just want to keep rolling through this. Because what no, you're about I, to I'm, say is going to be on public record for all time. I'm not uh, worried about having my full name out there. I'm I'm okay. a proud member of, of the community, and uh, it, it doesn't bother what me. What are you worried about? What What are you worried about? I mean, you know, climate change. Climate mostly, change. Yeah. Are, are you talking about in relation to to swinging? No, no. Just I I I already have had enough, honestly, of, of swinging. Well, can can I? Say my question still? Yes, but then can we get I, to climate change after? I, I mean, I guess I'd really love to have my question answered. I'd really love to have an inhabitable planet for my grandchildren. I mean, I think you yeah, can agree. Too. I'm worried about it. Okay. So maybe um, that's a bigger issue than whatever you're about to bring up. But I guess I don't know because in fairness to uh, you, I haven't heard your question yet. So go ahead. Right. Lay it on me. Uh, my... Uh, my fiance and I, we were we were gonna swing with this couple, uh, new to the scene, and uh, so we decided to you know make a night of it, and we wanted to rent out a big expensive hotel room for the night. Um, so we rented out a Starlight Casita Suite at the La Quinta Inn. And, okay. Uh, Is that how that's pronounced? La Quinta. Yeah. It might be La Quinta. I don't. I don't speak Spanish. But I, I, but we were ghosted. The the other couple doesn't show up, oh. and uh, you know they left us with no fun. And you know I was kind of annoyed because we had you know we had kind of fronted a lot. And so I, this is where my fiance and I had a disagreement because I wanted to write these people an angry note. My fiance says we we shouldn't be bothering them. We should be understanding about a, a an inexperienced couple, someone new to the scene, getting cold feet. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to ask you, who do you think is right? She's right. No, you're right. That was a very quick Well, I'm a little confused about a lot of stuff. First of all, how did you land on the, the hotel that you chose? What, what was it about this place that you thought, yes, this is the right environment for breaking God's law? I mean, doctor, I feel a little, I feel a little attacked. But, you are, uh, yes. You're being attacked, but, yes. But, well... If you'll let me explain, mm -hmm. uh, the the La Quinta Inn in our town mm -hmm. is uh, is sort of markedly nicer than the Best Western, which is the other hotel that's near us. So you really wanted to impress these people, or you wanted to you wanted to give them you wanted to show them a good time to say to yeah. kind of to kind of pardon the expression swing your dink a little bit and be like, look, I'm ready, I I'm ready to lay down some saw bucks. I, I've never heard either of those expressions. So that we can really get it on swing wise. Yeah, sawbuck is a is a is a very cool, very hip term for a ten dollar bill. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So I I did want to lay down some sawbucks. How do you know these guys? Where? How did you get to the point where you felt comfortable enough to humiliate you and your fiance to ask them to do this, and then of course have to live through the terrible, even worse humiliation of them not showing up? And now you're on the air with everyone knowing your name. Well, I'm totally comfortable having everyone know my name. I'd, I'd rather not, you know, say too much about them personally. I met them at a work mixer. Specifically, we, we met the guy at uh, this work mixer. And, and sort of right away, I I was like, oh, he's, you know. What? Uh, this, this guy's a, sort of a prime cut. And then when we met his wife, uh, we felt the same and, and my fiance sort of started to initiate this is something i don't understand how do you even do you have to play it cool are you guys constantly referring to swinging this is the thing that i don't like it's it's, it's the same with any kind of community that gets way too into anything whether it's pokemon or bird watching or swinging just like yeah we're part of the community we swing we love to swing everything's about swinging do you are you always talking about swinging when you're swinging are you saying like hey we're swinging now don't you enjoy the swinging I also love skiing. You know, we go on ski trips. Let's get down to the brass tax. How much did the hotel room cost for this night? Four sixty nine a night. Wow. So, how did you get into swinging? What's missing? What What are you What are you lacking here? I feel like something's yeah, lacking. Well, mostly other sexual partners. Can you describe how they look without without giving without giving away who they are? Even though you've practically shared with me your social security and routing numbers, just my name. There's, there's got to be 
other Michael Demevskis around the country. I don't think so. That's a very particular Macedonian-sounding name to me. I mean, it is a Macedonian name, but there's a decent Macedonian population Where? around the country. Well, for one, Spokane, Washington. Is that where you're calling from? Not for, not necessarily. So and you work in logging? I'm trying to deduce a little bit more about you here to figure out what is going on with you. I work in HR. For a logging company? Yes. So this guy that you, this prime cut of meat, is he a lumberjack? Well, I, again, I'm not saying whether or not he works with me, but yes, he is a lumberjack. Do you and your fiancé, whose name I don't want to know, do you two fight about money a lot? No, we, we generally uh, live within our means. We, we do okay. We do like to splurge if we're going to swing with people. Ugh, um, that is a disgusting sentence. Which part of it is disgusting? Look, well, splurge didn't thrill me. What's wrong with splurge? I'm disgusted by anything that has to do with intimacy, bodily function, all of that stuff. There's other forms. Look, intimacy is one of the most overrated human conditions, right? It breeds contempt. It breeds disappointment. It breeds bacteria. You're a sex therapist. This is on me. I should have listened to an episode. So what does this come down to for you? You, you want, you want uh, these people to... What, pay you the, the to split the $469 plus tax? Do you want them to merely acknowledge that you s- spent all this money and to apologize? What is it that you want out of the situation, little Mikey D? It's more the second thing. I, 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 we were never going to ask them to pay for half or anything like that, but I was under the impression that I'd be you know, going to town on uh, these two people that we met. And, you know, I'm disappointed that we didn't get to. And Well, look, here's what I think. I don't like what this couple did to you. Yeah, me neither. Tell them right now, tell them right now, on the air, assume they're listening, what you want them to feel. Fine. When you guys did not show up to the Starlight Casita suite that my fiancé and I reserved for us, it, it hurt our feelings, frankly. You didn't give us any notice. You, you just didn't show up. But it's just, uh, it's frustrating. It doesn't feel good, you guys. Well, I'm mighty sorry, Michael. I didn't realize your feelings would be hurt. We had a family emergency we had to attend to. I guess it just slipped my mind, and I do rightly apologize. Timber! All right, we feel good now? Weirdly... Yes. Okay. And you know what? I got to tell you, it felt kind of good to embody that kind of a character for a little bit there. Is that a thing you do on the show? I mean, I'll do whatever it takes. At first, it felt like you were mocking me. And then uh, I actually had never thought of it that way, that I don't know, you know, their circumstances. Yeah, what their circumstances were. Maybe you can... Maybe you can reach out to them and <clears throat> do it through a lens of, hey, is everything okay with you guys? Don't even bring up the swinging or the substantial hotel bill that you're now stuck with and just make it about him. Make sure that everything's going all right with him. And I think, I w- I think you're right, Doctor. I think I will reach out. Uh, okay. So thanks, Michael. I hope this was something for you. I think it would be, but it, it was, Doctor. Thank you. All right, that was Michael Demevsky of Spokane, Washington, works in HR for a major logging company. And um, maybe I just helped him uh, stop being such a coward. We'll find out. This is the Dr. Sex Reese Show. I'm Dr. Robert Sex Reese. But We Loved is a new podcast about queer history coming May 15th. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught, a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again 
was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I want to take a second here to thank one of our sponsors. Guys, phones are filthy. They are just crawling with bacteria, spit, and sewage vapor. That's why I never use my phone without the Dr. Sex Reese phone tongs. Just pull out the tongs, use them to pick up your smartphone out of your pocket or purse, and you can talk to anyone, from your therapist to the Pope, confident that you are far away from that disease-ridden rectangle. The Dr. Sex Reese phone tongs. You'll never have to touch your phone again. Speaking of phones, let's go uh, back to the phones for our next caller. We have someone on the line by the name of Amy. Hello, Amy. You're on the Dr. Sex Reese show. The topic today is swingers. How can I help you? Hi, Amy Reese. Oh, that's funny. Hi, Amy. Uh, I'm Dr. Sex Reese. Oh, interesting. Why would you choose such a disgusting middle name? I didn't actually choose it, but it is, uh, it's legally I have to be go by that name when I'm on the air. But yeah, I, I don't like saying it, um, but I guess I learned a long time ago how to, how to bury that deep down, you know? I'm glad that you buried it and it's not something that you wear on your sleeve because we live in a world that is severely too horny for its own good. And that is something that I'm trying to take a stand against, so... Oh, you are? Yeah. In your in your personal life, you've been taking a stand against horniness? Oh, completely. It's refreshing to talk to a young person who's who's so rev- revolted by sex. Can I ask how old you are? Uh, yeah, I am 22. I, li- I like you, Amy. I uh, I rarely say that to, uh, to a caller or a person, but I, I like you. I like your attitude. Right, right off the bat, you're coming out swinging and... Uh, and I happen to uh, 
to agree with the direction you're punching in. And speaking of swinging, that is today's topic. Did you have a question about that? I actually prefer seesaws as opposed to swings. Oh, I see. So you're talking about a f- the act of swing, like a swing on a playground. What else or... would I be referring to? Oh, okay. Well, in the, again, it's a sex-related term, but um, sometimes married overweight couples will get together with other married overweight couples, and they will have sex with each other. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting thing, Dr. Reese, that you like Amy Reese's personality. Amy Reese. Does that Amy Reese. do anything for you? I'm hoping this is not related to that. Uh, interesting thing happened uh, on a previous show. Somebody called and accused me of being the father to a woman named Amy Reese, who now that I'm just making eye contact with Shelly, is 22. Did you ever work at the TCBY? How did you know that? Okay, I'm, I'm assuming a man... A nefarious man by the name of Jeff F. contacted you and filled your head with lies. Is that is that pretty close? What do you want to know, Amy Reese? Listen, I have a questionnaire here that will confirm that you are not, in fact, my father. I like where you're going with this, that it's going to confirm that I'm not your dad. Yeah, this is the dumbass daddy quiz. It is to confirm that you are not mine or anyone's father. You take this. We prove you're not my dad, and we all go home happy. How does that sound? That sounds great. I would love to go home happy. It has not happened in 23 years, but uh, maybe tonight's the night. Let's do the questionnaire. All right, Daddy DearCast listeners, here we go. Name. My name is Dr. Robert Ruth Sex Reese. Are you now, or have you ever been my father? No. Do you consider yourself emotionally open? No. Do you? No. Have you ever enjoyed sexual relations with my mother, Genevieve Reese? Absolutely not. When is the last time you read someone to sleep? I have had a very distraught listener just last week, actually, who I had to um, read read to sleep. I read uh, the DSM-5 to him. Did they want you to read that to them? Unclear. Have you ever blacked out? Uh, Yes. I blacked out for a six-month period in, uh, in 1998. When is the last time you changed a tire? If I get a spare tire, I leave the car there and I walk away. And then somebody takes care of it. Do you have AAA? I do have AAA. Are you aware that AAA is currently running a special promotion for qualified customers to upgrade to a platinum membership for the low annual rate of $129.99? No, that actually sounds really good. AAA, peace of mind, mile after mile. Welcome back to the Daddy Deer cast. How was that for you, Dr. Reese? Are you literally recording a podcast right now? Yeah, the Daddy Deercast podcast. Okay, well, I mean, I know what it, I, I understand the grind. I mean, I'm hosting a daily show here, but don't you think there's some ethical concerns with recording a podcast while somebody else is having you on their own show? Uh, when you have a podcast and you get a call saying that your father is Dr. Sex Reese, I, I think you jump at the chance for a good podcast. Okay. Uh, I have to ask you, Amy, how it was that you came to be in touch with me and to call in today. Was this something you did of your own volition or did one of my producers, maybe Shelly, uh, track you down and, and, and try to get you to call? Yeah, really sweet lady. She got in touch with me, said, hey, I think this guy is your dad. And I said... Okay. Okay. Well, she is not a sweet lady. She's one of the great deceivers. And I'm going to put you on hold for just a second, Amy. I'll be right back. I just got to ream out my producer real quick, okay? Great. Shelly, what's happening here? Please tell me. Tell me on air. Explain to the listeners what's happening here. Okay. Um, You had a caller a few weeks ago who brought up this claim. And as a producer of this show... It is my job to research that claim, and my research led me to Amy, who you were just talking to. Yes, but you did it in such a way that I feel deceived. And I, I think was... and I think the audience probably feels deceived. Well, I apologize that you feel deceived. So you thought that you would just have her call in, watch me melt down, and then laugh your way to the bank 
somehow. I'm, I'm not laughing. And, and you also didn't melt down. You guys had a really genuine connection. Yeah, but I'm about to, but I'm in the midst of melting down right now. I'm seething. I'm seething. Well, I, I'm, I'm sorry that you think I'm the source of that. You are clear. There's no, it, you're definitively the source of it. I was listening to the conversation, and I think with almost no shadow of a doubt that that girl is your daughter. No way. You're wrong. It, it seems as though you want to move on. Yes. So Let's the, get our next caller in here, please. Okay. So the options are a couple who hosted an orgy at their home, and after everyone left and they were cleaning up, they realized someone had pooped in their jacuzzi. Well, you know I can't do that, Shelly. I don't know that. It's a it's an episode about swinging and they hosted a party and they had property damage. I don't like swinging, I don't like parties, and I don't like defecation. These are like the three main things. That's the first thing we talked about. Okay. At okay. our very first meeting. I okay. led with that. Okay, crossing them off. No poop in the hot tub. That's it? Those are all the calls? Well, there's Amy. Fine. Amy, can you hear us right now? I can hear you, but I haven't really been listening. Okay, that's terrific. That's terrific. So you're you so Shelly, you betray me and you don't even know how to operate a board. Weren't you the one saying you were gonna put her on hold? Yeah, but I don't know what I'm doing here. Okay, sorry I didn't realize you don't know anything. Um, hi Amy, it's Shelly. We we met earlier. Yeah, you're the reason this whole uh this whole story that is turning into a very non-story happened. How's it going? Thank you. It's going well. So now that I have both of you, I thought it might be interesting, fun, illuminating, or at best really end this controversy if if I could just ask you both some questions and then we can just put this whole thing to bed right now. I mean, I, I'm totally okay with doing a questionnaire type quiz. Um, but before we do that, I, I would just love for um, you, Shelly, to say how much you enjoy the Daddy Deer Cast podcast. I do enjoy it. I'm a new listener. I mean, I, I strenuously object to this ethically, but I think, Shelly, what Amy's asking for is for you to ID yourself so that she can use it as a promo in the in the podcast, is that right, oh, Amy? Okay, gotcha, like, I'm gotcha. Shelly from the Doctor Sex yes. Reese Show. Yeah, I-, I got it. I got it. Hello, I'm Shelly from the Doctor Sex Reese Show, and I know amazing content when I hear it, and that is what I found with Amy's podcast. I think you probably have to say oh. the name of the podcast, Daddy Deercast. right? The Daddy Deercast. Daddy Deercast. Daddy Deercast. Do you want me to do one for you, just so you have it? Oh, that would be amazing. So this is a big moment. I hope my listeners are have their ears perked. I'm just going to do it as one pro to another. You're listening to the Daddy Deercast, the only podcast that delves into the father complex hidden beneath each man. I'm Dr. Sex Reese. Keep on listening. That was better than your promos for your own show. Will you stop? Thank you so much. I think we're good. <sighs> okay, so you guys want to answer some Fun questions? Yeah, I mean, I've completely lost any control of the show, so why not hand okay, it over well, now to my producer? I mean, I've just done a promo for, for a, a, you know, a, 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 I guess a rival? All right. Um, question number one, um, favorite hobby? Amy? Uh, I like to knit shawls for friends. I like to do, I like to do uh, string art for friends. Favorite potato? Yams. Sweet potatoes. Isn't it funny how at the grocery store, sometimes like the yams and the sweet potatoes are all together and you're like, I don't even know which one I want. Yeah, they're totally different though. I don't I know. I find it confusing and very negligent on the part of the grocery store. I've complained numerous times. See, Shelly, this is like, are you feeling silly yet? No, I think you guys are sounding like you're having a nice time doing this questionnaire, to be honest. Your greatest fear? Nudity. What was that again? Nudity. Nudity. Okay, well, that was all my questions. Yeah, we didn't have a single, I don't think we had a single answer that was the same. Not one. Well, Amy, unless, you know, you have anything else you need to uh, get done for your show during my show, I'd kind of like to wrap up 
this call. What do you think, Shelly? I mean, I think it's pretty clear to everybody out there that I think we it's have, crystal clear. Yeah, yeah that I we have nothing really, really clear. in common. That I may like her as a person and and feel a kind of a connection to her, but in terms of any of the sort of genetic or or um, personality markers and traits that you might look for in a father and a daughter, they're just not here. They're just not here. And you tried to set up a trap for us, Shelley. You betrayed me, and you tried to set up a tiger trap, and it failed. The tiger jumped over the trap. And Amy, if you want to keep in touch, I would love to if you need a mentor or if you just want somebody to bounce some ideas off of or, you know. You know I, I do have this anti-kissing club at my college that I think that you would be a great speaker for. Um, I, I would actually love to. Okay. Well, hopefully, Amy, thank you so much. Uh, hopefully, this puts a, a, an end to this ridiculous uh, controversy. Thank you. Yes. I I, uh, I feel very relieved uh, that uh, the father once again um, uh, eludes me. Yeah. The search for the father goes on. I wish you the best of luck with that or maybe the worst of luck. Uh, Shelly, you and I are going to talk again during the during the commercial break. Looking forward to it. Okay, me too. We're going to take a break now. Thank you uh, all. We'll be back in a minute. But We Loved is a new podcast about queer history coming May 15th. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught. A history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up <laughs> you couldn't believe it from iheart podcasts it's like the police knew who he was before they got here a story about money power and corruption the medical school dean at usc was leading a secret double life he's breathing right now yes he's absolutely breathing i'm a doctor actually there's no way that that guy's a doctor i'm paul pringle and i'm an investigative reporter for the la times this is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. 
Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I would like to uh, take a minute to thank one of our sponsors, Excalibur Condoms. Fantasy Swinger Nights just got epic thanks to Excalibur Condoms. Make your penis look like the famed weapon that ruled a nation. You'll be plunging your sword back into his or her stone all night long with Excalibur Condoms. Countdown of the Top 5,000 Colors has been ranking the colors for the past five years, and they've barely even started. Today, we're at number 32,119. It's a color that's been called better than regular sienna. Yes, I'm talking about burnt sienna. This week features shades of red, blue, and yellow that just might surprise you. It's the countdown of the top 5,000 colors of all time. Every morning at 6 and 6.30 a.m. Let's welcome our third and hopefully final caller of the show. I have Sasha on the line. Sasha, thanks for calling the Dr. Sex Reese Show. Today's topic is swinging. How can I help you? Hi. So my question, I... I've been working as a nanny, and mm-hmm. one of the... It's a um, noble profession to bring someone into your home and to trust them uh, with that degree of certainty. Uh, wow, I could never do it. I could never trust anyone that much, but I, I, I applaud you on your work. Thank you. So one of the things that I offer is in an effort to bring the flame back into their marriage, I enter the marital bed with the parents. Um, I think I've saved, I've been doing this for 10 years. I think I've saved like six marriages. Sasha, back up a second, okay? You said you enter the marital bed. Yeah. What does that mean? I bone the parents. (sighs) All right, go on. What's your... So my question... I take back, by the way, I take back, by the way, uh, my compliment to you on your noble craft. But my question is, should I be charging extra for this? Or does that, like, does that get into prostitution? So you're leaving a trail of satisfied, more emotionally enriched couples behind you everywhere you go. And you're emerging from each of these relationships not only emotionally unscathed, but seemingly more happy and fulfilled than you entered them. What I need to ask you is, where's the rub here? Where You have to be miserable somewhere. There's got to be something that you're hiding from, obscuring, covering up. No one is this fully sexually embodied and confident in real life. Like there must be, have, did you sustain any head injuries as a child? Not that I can remember. Were you brought up in uh, any sort of, in an experimental environment, like perhaps in a laboratory or uh, a strict totalitarian regime? No. What do you look like? Can you describe yourself to me? I look just like the girl next door, I would say. You know, I'm five, six, average American lady height. Mm -hmm. I have a little brown hair. Bob. Do you have a little gap between your teeth that reminds people of youth, but also has a kind of alluring, enigmatic, erotic quality to it? No, but I like it when you say it like that. You have freckles? No. What's your appeal? I don't know. I think I just have like a really positive outlook on life. How? How do you have a positive outlook on life? How are you able to look at this life and feel positive? Probably because I'm sexually fulfilled. Don't you have to have a positive outlook on life to be sexually fulfilled in the first place? I mean, it's kind of a chicken and egg, I guess. Please don't drag chickens into this. Chickens are a noble bird, a noble species, and a famously monogamous species. I think that there's a lot of good in the world. Well, I think there's more going on here. I think there's got, usually when people call me, and this is something we always get into, They have the question, but then they have their real question. Yeah. Which is the one that they haven't even asked themselves. Right now, you're asking me something about transactional. And I guess potentially having to do with state statutes as well, whether or not you would technically be considered a prostitute for charging specifically for those services. Although I guess if you're a freelancer, I would just 
send an invoice for consultancy. Yeah. And then probably be able to write off. You could probably even write off uh, any of the sexy lingerie or uh, lubricant or whatever it is that you may bring into the bed. I am writing this down. Yeah, I could recommend an accountant for you. Believe me, I did the freelance thing for a long time. I'm salaried now, which, uh, you know, has its disadvantages, but it was... Sometimes you got to get in bed with the devil to wake up in heaven. I don't you know? love talking about the devil. But let's talk about like a, a ballpark number. Like what would you pay for you and your wife to sleep with if I were your nanny? Well, again, I mean, you, uh, you, your, your girl next door, what do I look like in this scenario? Am I me or am I a more muscular version of me? Am I, am I disgust? Like, like, have you ever slept with a disgusting father or a, or a disgusting mother. No, everyone's pretty sexy. Well, then I would say, I mean, I don't know what people charge for um, for nannying. The last time I really had any kind of interaction um, with a kid was we did a show live from a petting zoo, and it was a debacle. So I'm a little out of the loop in terms of of kids. So what do you? Do ch- you want to have kids? Uh, no, I don't want to have kids. You don't want to be a no. dad. No, I don't want to be a dad. I'm not a dad. I'm not anyone's dad. I just want to know what kinds of problems are all these marriages having? What are you seeing where you feel the need to step in and help with your uh, your your love hammer? Sometimes they just like lose their spark. Well, you say that you have injected spark back into the relationship or what have you. You're depriving them of the natural evolution of marriage which is they drift apart and while they may despise each other for the unspoken resentments that they've all shared they have to stay together because of the child this is what marriage is supposed to be sasha it's not designed to be a fully intimately realized communing of the divine spirit in all of us that it's a contract between two people. Yeah, but that's that's a really outdated view of marriage. That's like, you know, our parents' stuff. Yeah, and our parents were married. And their parents before them were married. And their parents before them were married. And they all hated each other by the end. And you know what, though? They stayed together. That's what marriage is. That's why you have to promise no. in front of a whole group of your friends and family, yeah, we're going to do, we know this is going to get bad, right? Sickness, health, all kinds of other things that we have not even thought of yet. And we are going to stay together despite the fact that we don't like each other. And we're going to promise you right now because you will shame us. That's what it's about. It's a great American tradition. And you are interjecting yourself into something that has existed this way for millennia. Is it possible that you jumping around from couple to couple, relationship to relationship, feeling that you have fixed it, the only thing that's keeping you going, and as soon as you run into a couple who you're unable to fix because, uh, hello, there's not a problem to begin with, the problem's with you, you're going to realize that instead of fulfillment, you have a great big cavern of darkness that you've been hiding from your entire life. Oh my God, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, well, that's the only way I think about anything. So, did I help you with your uh, with your with your problem? It's uh, Leo Green is my accountant. You can use him or his. Uh, you can do Leo at greenaccounting.com or actually his son Ron at greenaccounting.com is who I use. You might have more luck uh, getting through to him. He can set you up with all the S corp stuff. Um, you can, you can incorporate yourself. Trust me in the long run. It's a lot to get used to at first, but in the long run, you're going to find it helps you out. The freelance life is tough. Uh, are you okay, Sasha. I'll be okay. All right. Well, okay. Thank you for your call, Sasha. Let's move on. All right. Thank you very much. But we loved is a new podcast about queer history coming May 15th. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, 
I realized there was another history that I had never been taught, a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let me take a minute to uh, thank one of our sponsors here, uh, uh, one of today's sponsors, Public Enemies Chuck DNA Home Testing Kit. The only DNA kit that will make you say, yeah, boy, when you see the results. And as part of their funky, fresh ad buy, I have personally agreed to test my own DNA. Pretty excited about that. Uh, Going to find out how swag I am. It's an easy process. You just open the package, take out the swab, you swab your cheek, place the swab in the container, seal it up, and give it to the S1Ws. Just kidding. I'm going to give mine to Shelly, who's sending it out to the Bomb Squad DNA Testing Lab. We should get the results back from that uh, on the next episode. All right, we are coming to the end of the show here, uh, which is uh, a great relief to me, uh, fitting in a way that the topic was swinging because my emotions swung uh, rapidly from highs to lows over the course of this very dramatic half hour. It was uh, difficult to hold in my vomit. And I will say, you know, it was worth the emotional ups and downs just to be able to prove to that jerk Jeff F that he was wrong and I was right. It's nice that this was finally put to rest and we were at last able to prove once and for all that I do not 
have a daughter. And that's not just my opinion. You can also take it from Amy Reese, uh, who agreed with me wholeheartedly that there was no way we could be related. There was no uh, hereditary bond between us. There was no familial uh, similarity between us. And I think anybody who listened to the show uh, would be able to draw a, a similar conclusion. So that's going to do it for this show. I don't know if I was able to help anybody out there. Uh, I know that I've been helped uh, having a little bit of closure uh, to this terrible, terrible, uh, terrible chapter in my life. And I'm glad that this daughter business can be put to rest uh, forever. So until next time, keep your mind open and your eyes closed. I'm Dr. Robert Sex Reese. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the Dr. Sex Reese Show wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.